And welcome to Plan K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing the final episodes of Encounter. It's over. It's over. Oops. We did it. Yeah, this was like a really beautiful K drama, and I won't miss it. <laughs> Oops. It was there was a like flashbacks during the final scene from the entirety of the show and they were the most beautiful shots the most like they had so many beautiful locations and beautiful scenes in this show that i think didn't really beautiful actors that didn't really connect until that very last scene and i realized how aesthetically pleasing this was yeah i think i liked this drama best when it was being artistic, which is interesting, because I I definitely felt less of a connection to it when it was... uh, I don't know. Usually, when things feel too much like an indie film, it just feels like I'm not getting it enough, or I'm not... I don't know. This... Raquel, just get your shit together. Okay. (laughs) This K-drama felt a lot like an indie film to me, like a really beautifully done indie film, one with that was very like cinematography focused and artful moments. They had really beautiful poetry throughout it. It felt like a piece of art. As far as the actual story goes, it's kind of a snoozer. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, Encounter. Uh, The villains weren't super fascinating Mm -mm. and then they ended up realizing that they didn't want to focus on just one or two villains so let's change it up and make unexpected characters into villains the real villain was the very innocent mom the whole time we never saw coming we never wanted it coming no that's the difference encounter yeah. Uh, their just decision, makes you sad. Yeah, their decision to go in that direction was really hard. Because I just, I don't know, I don't know if maybe it, it was coming at it from my perspective, just I'm not a mom. Yeah, so, I wrote in my notes, maybe I'll get this when I'm a mom someday. Yeah. But as a non-mom, it just makes me super angry. Yeah. It was very manipulative what she did instead of talking to her son about it, uh, going behind his back and hurting literally every person (laughs) was skeezy and frustrating. And then she continually, her whole mantra was, I'm doing this for him. I'm doing this because I don't want him to get hurt. He's the only person that would be hurt. And it's, it just feels very counterintuitive to be like, I don't want her to break up with my son. So I'm going to ask her to break up with my son. Yeah. And There was a lot of talk about how it made their quiet life harder, but also that felt a bit like the damage was already done, first of all. Second of all, I just don't think that in the long run it would impact you that much. People get sick of talking really easily. Yeah, and I don't know, just deal with it, I guess. It's frustrating that someone else's actions uh, have unintended consequences for your family but when your neighbors start spilling in and saying hey can you get my son a job 
I feel like it's unfair to say my son should break up with the love of his life. He could probably just uh, have one of those experiences that uh, rich and famous people talk about where you find out who's your real friend. Yeah. Yeah, and it honestly doesn't make her any better than the mom who wanted her daughter to just marry a fa- into a family that made her miserable because it improved the mom's circumstances. It's honestly just as bad to me to to say I want my kid to love someone else. I he can't control that. He can't. Yeah. That it just that's not how it works. You can't control who he loves. He can't control who he loves. So chill out, everybody. Yeah. So that was rough. I spent a lot of these four episodes thinking about that and how I think we were supposed to feel sad for her or empathize with her or see where she was coming from. But mostly I was just really mad because, boy howdy, the CEO's had a miserable life and literally no (laughs) one has accepted her ever except one person. And then she finally thinks she's found a mom to love her. And this mom turns around and says... Nah, I kind of don't want you here either, too, oh, as well. That scene where uh, Chasuhan is explaining that that was her worst fear all along, the minute that they got together, she was like, my first thought was, what if his family doesn't like me? And you're like, oh no. Well, thanks for making this sad. It's rough. It's super rough. <laughs> um, but then there's Jung Woo Sak who we thought was going to be a villain, and he kind of put the brakes on that. He had one episode of villainy, and that was not in these four episodes. We talked about it last week. I expected more as time went on. It did not happen that way. Good for you, Jung Musuk. Except that, why are you in the show, I guess? To teach uh, Cha Soo-hyung how to break up with people. <laughs> that was his arc. I'm pretty sure that finally at that end, when his girlfriend, his ex-not-girlfriend, comes into the picture and explains what happened, and then Cha Soo-hyung was like, this is not how you break up with a person, but thanks for telling me how to not break up with a person. Now I'm going to go hurt some people. Uh, Am I saying her And name then right? he's done. Okay. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't know anyone's name. Edit this part out. <laughs> Edit this part out. Sixteen episodes in, still don't remember anybody's name. Usually figure it out after a while, but this time around, I wrote nothing down. I have not taken a single note. Whoa, that's almost impressive. Yeah, except I can't remember any of the names, so it's. <laughs> that's where it falters a little bit, but <laughs> you remember most of the facts. Yeah. I and looking back through my notes, like, oh, this scene. I remember that now. That felt really important to write down. (laughs) Some of them I don't understand. Sometimes my notes, I was very excited, and I just wrote very vague things. But you know. Book as small as face. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Jung Woo-suk falls flat. Uh, I like that Cha Soo-hyun didn't accept his shares when he tried to sell them back to her through his uncle. Yeah, I was was like, I don't care. I don't need you. Stay out of this. Charity. I'm good. Uh, and then we're left with Chairwoman Kim. 
Our final villain. Who, so this K-drama has done an interesting thing with their drama aspects, like their actual out-of-romance drama. And that interesting thing is that they will say a thing is going to happen, and then it does. And, but it happens maybe like three or four scenes later. So for example, the part where she meets with the guy who uh, caused all the problems in the company that worked on the PR team with... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... She essentially tells him, I want you to do that. I want you to show up at this meeting and tell everyone what happened. And I forgive you. And you're going to go to Cuba. Congratulations. You just, uh, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Um, and then, uh, right. then that happens. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to the board meeting. <laughs> he does and, that. Uh, three he does scenes that. later. <laughs> and, uh, the when her dad gets arrested they talk about how he's gonna get arrested and how he'll probably get arrested and by the way i'm gonna be arrested and then three (laughs) seasons later he gets arrested i didn't even notice that uh that makes sense because it didn't feel like that dramatic of an ending yeah yeah uh her dad tells her mom to please provide the evidence that he had taken the money and she does three scenes <laughs> there was almost build up there where chairwoman kim said she's the type of woman to get down on her knees and beg me to take her back i really don't think she'll testify against us but even still not terribly surprising that she has a redemption arc it's what the crowd wanted yeah, I don't think she deserved it. It's not the redemption arc she deserved, but Cha, Cha Soo-hyung was a good person and forgave her beautifully in a really beautiful, kind way. Yeah, I really liked the ending for Mama Cha. Yeah. Um, real quick, that guy going to Cuba, uh, Section Chief Lee, mm-hmm. he seemed uh, really grateful. Which I get on some level that if he was fired from his current job for uh, working against the company. Treason. Probably treason. Company treason. Probably wouldn't be hired at another company very easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as an expatriate myself, it's not as fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird to be like, I forgive you. You can go to Cuba. And he's like, what? I can keep my job? And I'm like, no, you're going to Cuba. Your friends, your family, your language, your culture, your history is in Korea. Remember when Britain sent all of their prisoners to Australia? It wasn't (laughs) because they were forgiven. It was because they were being punished. Sorry. It worked out fine. They started a country. It's a great place, but it it's cool that you have a job in Cuba. Wasn't a reward. I, yeah, I'd be like, you know, I'm just gonna go back to Jeju Island and uh, become a fisherman. I'm not gonna work in this corporate world anymore. But that's just me. I think I'd be okay with a simple life. Section Chiefly might want that money. He might be okay with living it up in Cuba. Yeah, maybe that was his dream. His goal. Maybe he wanted to manage the Cuban Empire. Not the Cuban Empire. (laughs) I don't think that's what he's going to do there. (laughs) A part of the hotel. (laughs) Uh, 
Anyways, that was really weird to me. But, you know, forgiveness is good. Um, and then there's a scene towards the end where Chairwoman Kim is arrested, but they don't show her being arrested. And I actually left a bunch of question marks on my notes because I didn't know if she was actually arrested until the one year later. And... Jung Wisak is like, can I visit my mom? And uh, homeboy is says she rejected your visit again. Oh, this is yeah. like a big reveal for me. <laughs> Skip fifteen seconds. Skip to through that ending. <laughs> so um, yeah, she goes to prison and she won't let Jung Wisak see her. So he is very alone. That does make me feel a little bit bad. He he did the best he could with what he was given, honestly. I think maybe we're supposed to feel like he got what was coming to him. But honestly, he never did anything heinously wrong. He was kind of creepy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And everyone's... But even then, like, there's other dramas where dudes are creepy in, like, a they-should-go-to-jail way. His was just like a someone should tell him not to do that way. Yeah, his is a typical douchebag way. Yeah. So he really got the short stick at the end. He almost didn't get an ending. Remember when they shafted a character that they had around just so that he could teach people how to not break up with other humans? Yeah, if they could just tie up his loose end a little bit better so that it seemed like he had a point in the show, that'd be great. Maybe he and Hyen can just go and... No, I wouldn't wish that on Hyen. She deserves much better than him, but still. But maybe. But maybe. I'm in it for the romance, Raquel. They could talk about it and see what happens. She could fix him. I was very <laughs> into that as a teen. I <laughs> thought you could healthy. fix somebody. <laughs> Uh, darkness. Um, I'm better than that now. You don't fix people, guys. Especially men. Yeah. <laughs> Especially men. They're unfixable. They're, They're unfixable. Universally and irrevocably broken. <laughs> Just don't pick a, pick a fixer-upper yeah. because he's hot and you think he's broken and you can fix him. It's a dark path. I am enlightened. He's just emotional. <laughs> um, you know who else got shafted? <laughs> and I'm mad a little bit. Your girl, Mijin and Daechan. Give me a second couple or don't. Are you going to do a spinoff? I don't think this show is worth a spinoff. Don't tease it. Don't, don't tease it. It's, it's just wasting my time. I feel like my time's been wasted. Did I think they were the best couple? Not necessarily. Am I offended that you wasted so much screen time on them now? Absolutely. And then, and then they had an important conversation that I thought was necessary for their characters, where Mijin says, I had standards that I expected from myself in a partner, and you don't meet those standards, and I would be disappointed if we were together. I think it's important to make that clear so that she can keep dating and be clear with Daechan about uh, where she's where she's at with their relationship. Even though it's mean, she does it in a classy way. And then to be like a year later, they're still in this weird uh, limbo 
is just frustrating. Yeah, it, it is. And it also, I don't know, it definitely doesn't endear Mijin's character to me at all. I had a hard time enjoying her. I think she was supposed to be like the good best friend that kind of roasts people, but you think she's funny and you love her even though she's a dick. <laughs> but honestly, she was a real legitimate asshole sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time. There was one scene where she, Cha Hyun is contemplating breaking up with Kim Jin-hyuk and she tells Cha Hyun, this is also your first love. And I wrote that line down because I thought it was so good. It made me tear up a little bit because we all realized that was true and it was the exact right thing that she needed to say as a best friend. And that was probably one of the only scenes where she did that. Yeah. Most of the time she was either telling people, like, almost actively isolating her best friend. And even she later admits, I always stood by and watched you struggle. He will hold you and keep you safe and be with you through it all. And that's so different. And you deserve that. And that's, like, really nice that she acknowledged that. But also, yeah, she did spend probably the first 50% of the show trying to tell him to stay away specifically because even though he could make Cha Soo-hyung very happy, uh, that was very complicated and she didn't feel like dealing with that. And then, yeah, everything she did with Daechan and then like the way she spoke to him, the way she treated him, I don't know, it was very classist and shitty yeah and it almost could have been her redemption arc to have that conversation maybe earlier in their relationship and then kind of have that realization of you know choosing happiness over uh your expectations but instead they just put it right at the end and so when they did the year later scene they couldn't spend too much time reconstructing the relationship they just put him in a weird, yeah, they meet sometimes, and this is how it is situation. It's rough, too, because him and I, we say it every time we do a show, we're suckers for a good friendship. And there was good friendship in this show, like, really good. Hyun was such a good friend. She had a redemption arc. Yeah, and... But it's hard because Cha Soo-hyung needed and deserved a friend and it would have been really cool to watch her get more than just the love of her life, but also to have her best friend realize that she could be a better friend and stop worrying so much about class and what people should be doing and start worrying about ha- the happiness of the people she cares about and herself. Mm-mm. But instead, we got this. That's fine. Hyeyin got a really good redemption and I was super happy. God, you're so much better at pronouncing her name. I pronounce it like such a fucking American. It's fine. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll change. change. I can change. You can do it. I didn't notice. One second. Hayin. Okay, now go back and ed- oh, wait. No, I have to leave a pause afterward. Hayin. Hey. Damn it. Hayin. I'm not editing any of this. <laughs> okay, now go back. What I just did there. Put that back in every time I say her name. Okay, that's easy. (laughs) I'm super good at editing, and it will be so easy to do that. (laughs) Well, you guys will hear it. Pardon the curtain a little bit. (laughs) 
Um, she has a little scene with Kim Jin Hyuk right in the last episode. And I think it's when he's broken up with Cha Soo Hyun and she says, can't you tell me the truth? And I wrote that down because I was like, this girl, do not demand the truth from your best friend when you've been hiding your crush for 12 years. Oh, maybe closer to 20 years. I don't know when you, what age middle schoolers are. Same, though. Two decades, girl? Girl. Girl, that is long. That's long. And then just after she tells him, I'm so proud of her. And the realization that she never actually really, really loved him. Good for you, King. Yeah, that's really beautiful, actually. That was a good conversation that I appreciated from, I don't know, I am so interested in complicated friend dynamics, in especially in K-dramas, because, I don't know, they can take them in so many directions, and instead of just being like, this is the same cookie-cutter relationship, that you, like, girl loves boy who doesn't love her back. Ugh. What a bummer. But instead, they decided to have her realize it wasn't love. It was a one-sided crush. And I'm embarrassed, but also we're still friends. And we came out on the other end, so. Yeah, so it was good. Good for you, Hane. Good growing up. Happy 34th birthday. Yeah, what? I shouldn't judge old people. Uh, She's not old, obviously. But I always just assume people older than me are going to be more mature than I. Same. And uh, she kind of wasn't. Sometimes I just assume people younger than me are going to be more mature than me. (laughs) Just assume everybody turns into an adult. Except me. Except me, because I know what's inside of me is not an adult. It is jarring in here. (laughs) Who else is in this show? Mm, The little brother. That's what I was going to say, and I was like, (laughs) I don't know if that's a good next next character. Uh, he does great. He does great things. Yeah. He um, gets in a fight, and it's kind of cute the way that he is protecting his big bro. But don't fight, kid. Yeah. Also, I thought it would have been more interesting if his mom knew that he had gotten into a fight, and that had been part of the reason. You know, that's so much better reason to ask someone to break up. That would have been is that way your more kids getting beat up, right? But, <laughs> but your neighbor asked you a favor. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to the brother. Uh, he's a dandy boy. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Block B and Boss Stars music videos. Is that what he does in his other? That's what he does. His real boy life. <laughs> Seems like a nice young man. That's good. He uh. I didn't expect to be as endeared to his character by the end as I was. It's crazy that there were so many characters that we're claiming are not super significant to the show. But I really liked him. Yeah. He didn't really add anything. Mm -mm. Maybe it was just that friendship. Yeah, he was definitely... He brought a lightness to every scene that was important. There was like one minute in an episode that wasn't even in these four episodes that he kind of was working up to like having drama feelings and then (laughs) took a quick turn. (laughs) We discussed it last week. It's fine. And then this week, yeah, the getting in a fight and then immediately, I don't know, it felt like a 90s sitcom where it was just like two brothers chilling at a playground and older brothers like, you did good, baby bro. (laughs) (laughs) Baby bro's like, don't tell mom. And then they go home. Uh-huh. Cue the the weird uh, credits. Roll that theme song that describes the show. Yeah. 
everywhere you look. That's all we've got before we have to pay money to Full House. So. Yeah, I might even have to edit that out. Yeah, we'll just yeah. sing it monotone. Everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we can use it. There you go. We circumvented the rules. Um, okay, Papa Cha. Last before the real deals. Papa Cha has such an interesting arc in these last few episodes and i love it what a good dad he is a good dad he gave up a lot to finally be like a good dad and a good person he kind of always did you kind of not think it through what the consequences of him saving chasuhyun were because you talked about once you once you know you know and he says five times i'm going to prison but before he said it the first time, there's a lot of buildup to him being like, I'm going to separate myself from Young Group. I'm going to get out of their blackmail situation and save my daughter. And I kind of thought that would be a lot easier than it was, <laughs> which yeah. made it really cool that it wasn't. Much more dramatic. It made it a huge sacrifice for a parent to do for their child, and that's beautiful. But he kept having these back and forths with Chairwoman Kim throughout the series that I thought weren't that big a deal. Uh, so it was dope. Good for you. They did do a good twist with him having accepted dirty money that I didn't expect. So that was like the one time I felt like sort of they kept on telling us like this is really dramatic. And I was like, no, no, we're good. (laughs) They're like, no, it's it really is quite the thing that he did. And then he just goes to freaking prison and he's there for a long time, which is be doing okay. Yeah, it seems fine. I guess I was just surprised for a K-drama that they would just send him to prison and then in the flash forward a year later, be like, yeah, he's still in prison. That's how prison works. Prison lasts a while. You don't just get out, even though in my mind I was like, but he's a good person. They can wait. He's supposed to get out. This is my golden world. (laughs) Let him out. I thought good people went to prison for doing bad things. And then got out because people realized they were good people. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. K-dramas are supposed to be perfect worlds, though. Yeah. Whatever, I guess. I don't know. They'll probably let him out for the wedding. (laughs) That's true. We did get a weird little proposal at the end. Uh, Raquel watched the scene more recently than I did. All I wrote in my notes was a casual and jarring proposal. I don't really remember what happened. Yeah, I mean, they just seemed fairly unfazed, and I don't know. They were just like, eh, let's go get married. I, it was the same conversation they had when they first were like, let's plan on getting married before... Uh, they broke up? Yeah, Jin Hyuk's mom was like, uh, no, it has to be sadder than that. Which is so frustrating because the first few times that Kim Jin Hyuk start saying let's be together forever Cha Hyun does an awkward quiet thing and then they cut the scene yeah like <laughs> we're done here uh we can't let her sit in silence for much longer and for someone who's so good with people he does not know how to read a room <laughs> good for him to keep trying yeah yep pure sunshine cannot be penetrated by her awkward silences uh, uh so she eventually comes around, and it seemed like she wanted to get married, and then they break up. Yeah, and then they get married, we think. We don't we see think. it. 
I really, I think what K-dramas are often missing is letting me see women in wedding dresses, and I don't know why I'm like this, but I just want to see the wedding fashion. Wedding fashion for a different country and for expensive dresses. Because you know that we hang out with people that don't get $10,000 dresses. Right. We're not in that crowd. If I ever get married, I will probably go to the courthouse in my dress I got from TJ Maxx. I didn't know that. No, I don't have one. That was a very made-up scenario. That was a very, right. very made-up. I don't this have is a, a dress This is a pop TJ quiz. What is, your, what is your dream wedding? Ooh, not at the courthouse necessarily. I would want to do something a little bit nicer. That was definitely dramatized, but I, it, my dress wouldn't be $10,000. My dream wedding is not spending seven of my paychecks on, <laughs> on a wedding dress. I feel that. What's yeah. your dream pop quiz? What's your dream? What's your dream wedding? My dream wedding is the one I had. Aw, <laughs> uh, you got it. I got it. Guys, husbands are more important than weddings. Uh, I say as a person that absolutely loved my wedding, but would probably do it different if I could get married again, which I would to the same man. Yes. If you guys want to renew your vows, I will totally support that. Will you fly to Japan to support that? Yeah, of course I will. Of course. I'll be there tomorrow. Let's do this. Oh, okay. Dope. Why do I keep saying dope? It's my new favorite word. I I... think John Oliver used it ironically. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been no, doing I it, too. it unironically. I have been doing it. I don't know where. You need, did we start, start at the same time? Probably. This, this is wild. I Yeah, no, I, said, I say it at work a lot. I think my coworkers think I'm a huge bro now. Yeah, I think it starts ironically, and then you just turn it to a douchebag. Mm-hmm. You know what, everyone? I know where I got it. The Good Place. Go watch The Good Place, everyone. <gasps> it's very good. Love The Good Place. I visited the set of The Good Place when we went to Universal Studios Hollywood. It was a dream come true. That's amazing. I got to see all the frozen yogurt shops. Oh, did you get frozen yogurt? Do they make it there? Or is it just a set? It's not. It's a set. Uh, you drive around on, like, a trolley. You drive around a lot of their lots, and they explain what they film on the different lots. This has been our The Good Place fan cast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Dope. Dope. Um, that's it. What a good, normal drama. With really beautiful words inside of it, and awesome pictures, and very good YouTubes. <laughs> YouTubes? Yeah, I was gonna say video, but it felt more reductive to say YouTubes. That's <laughs> right, <laughs> so you're going a very casual route mm-hmm. with your review. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I would never watch it again. Mm-mm. Unless I was like showing someone how beautiful a K-drama could look. Yeah. Look at this really beautiful K-drama. Look at her. She's gorgeous. Look at him. He's gorgeous. Look at this picture. It's so well composed. <gasps> there is, at least in the very last episode, I think also in the episode before, in episodes 15 and 16, they start doing shots where Cha Hyun is mirroring her pictures. I don't know if you missed it. It's so cool. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen because I've noticed her pictures a lot. They're very vibrant. And especially the one in her bedroom is like an old-fashioned looking 
woman and I really didn't like it. And it was a little too bright for my taste. And then there's a her the woman sitting with her back to Chasukyan sitting in the same pose facing her mirror. Oh, and then she started doing with so many of her pictures. It is the coolest thing. I did not notice that. I bet they were doing it the whole K-drama. Because her Maybe. apartment is covered in art. She's a huge art fan. Well, now I have to rewatch it. All right. Uh-huh. Wow, they're really good at this, actually. This is <laughs> an outstanding K-drama. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's just above our pay grade, guys. Yeah. It's us that are lacking, not the drama. I'm just a dumb child trying to express my opinion. I just need two to three romances to go normally well, okay? If you could just give me that, <laughs> then do whatever you want with your cinematography. Damn, people. So yeah, I think the writing was fantastic. The plots were not the most interesting, but that's on us, maybe. I want to know what other people think. Yeah. This is a beautifully done drama and i want to know if other people care about that more than what was going on yeah i would like to to hear more from people that are way smarter than me so if you guys want to let us know what you thought uh you can email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com and you can let us know what your favorite parts were what you felt overall about the k-drama we will probably do a wrap-up of this k-drama a wrap-up episode and if you want your comment to be included also you should let us know and we can be sure to include that and it's fun because then it's like a discussion you can also leave comments directly on the episode on our website playonk.com you can comment on specific episodes or you can just leave your comments on this episode and tell us in episode four this part was crazy whatever you want there you can also sign up for our newsletter where we will email you every time we start a new drama yeah and uh we have our itunes account that you can review rate and subscribe which would be awesome especially if you have really good feelings about our gay drama <laughs> podcast all the good vibes yeah. Leave them there. And then we are on Twitter. We are at PlayOnK. And there you can let us know what you want us to watch next. You can send us a quick hey. And you can tell us if you're listening. That'd be great. Yes. And we love our theme song by James Paul. He's amazing. Such a talent. And I think that's it from us. Yeah, we'll see you in the bonus episode. Yeah. Encounter. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.